Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We have Andrew McCarthy. He's a columnist for the National Review. He served as an assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Andrew McCarthy. Andy, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. How are you? Judge, you're doing great. How are you? Good. You had a great column, which is entitled, Could Trump Talk Himself Into Indictment? Would you tell our listeners what that column is about, please? Well, I think we're in a situation where... The Justice Department probably feels that it has a case that it could bring in connection with uh, the former president's retention of government records uh, down at Mar-a-Lago, which uh, a judge, a federal magistrate judge, found probable cause. That's why there was a a search warrant issued uh, that it violated three federal criminal statutes. But I also think, you know, on the other side of the ledger, We've never had a prosecution of a former president of the United States before, and I think it's sensible to say that if we're going to break that history, it ought to be over something egregious. So the thing that Attorney General Garland has to weigh here is even if he has a sufficient case, is this really one that the Justice Department ought to bring? And I think in in those circumstances, having worked for the Justice Department for a very long time, the best thing for a defendant or a suspect uh, who hasn't been charged and hopes not to be charged, the best thing for him to do would be to be quiet uh, and not say anything provocative and particularly not say anything that suggests the Justice Department is guilty of, uh, of corruption. And, and, the and there's a problem also because you have uh, precedent there. Obama grabbed some documents in the thousands and thousands, didn't return them, and uh, Hillary Clinton allegedly destroyed documents. So how do they go after Trump? If you have those two precedents where nothing was done against those folks. Yes. I, and I think, you know, the thing with the thing with this case is those winds would all blow in Trump's direction in, in his favor. The problem is, and I can say this as somebody who was there for a long time. If you're going to if you're going to besmirch people's honor under circumstances where no matter what you think, they think they acted honorably and did the right thing and that they're actually being lenient because they have a criminal case that they could bring, but they're, you know, the attorney general may be inclined not to bring it. If somebody, if, if the suspect is out there making accusations like that, what's going on inside the walls of the Justice Department is the prosecutors and the agents are going to their supervisors, perhaps going to the attorney general and saying, please, let us charge this case. He's out there saying things that aren't true about us, and the only way that we can uh, you know, defend our honor and tell people what really happened is if we charge them and have a public trial and prove what really happened here. So I, I just think it's a mistake for them to, you know, to be poking the bear. And, and, it, it, goes, it goes back to uh, having a big mouth doesn't help sometimes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'd say that's uh, words of wisdom. Andrew, this is Craig Eaton. And, you know, I'm a practicing attorney here in the city and and, and one of the biggest problems I think that Trump has is you're never going to keep him quiet. You're never yeah. going to get him to not talk. And I think it's, it's not in his DNA. And that's what's going to get him in trouble. But 
You know, this whole thing is is a witch hunt. And isn't it really about January 6th? And isn't it about the 2024 election rather than the fact that he's got some documents? Well, I certainly think that, you know, it, it's not one of these situations, Craig, where where it has to be, you know, mutually exclusive. And what I mean by that is I think, like you seem to think, that their real agenda here is to make a January 6th case on the former president. I also think that if he had highly classified documents down there, they want those back because they're concerned about them being in a place that's not uh, secure enough. And there has also been this thrumming dispute that's apparently gone on since he left uh, office for Mar-a-Lago on January 20th, 2021, which is that he thinks or he want, he he feels like the presidential records are his property, which, you know, they were president's properties up until the Watergate era when Congress changed the law and made clear that they're the property of the United States. The National Archives wants them back because that's what the statute says. So I think all three of these things can be true. It can be true that the National Archives wants the records back. It could be true that the government is very concerned about the classified information, and it can also be true that they have a closet agenda where they really want to get him on January 6th if he had information down there that can help their case. But, you know, they talk about national security, and, you know, I think that if if they were really concerned with national security, they should ban Hunter Biden from anywhere near Washington, (laughs) D.C. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a a big problem, and I think it's a problem that hasn't gotten nearly – enough attention. And, and the only thing you need to say about that to, to demonstrate that people that to people is if Hunter Biden, if instead of Hunter Biden, we were talking about, you know, Don Trump Jr., this would be the only thing we'd be talking about. And there'd be congressional hearings about, you know, was he compromised and what did the Chinese have on him and what did the Russians have on him? And I mean, you know what it would be. It would be a it would be a circus. But because it's Hunter Biden, instead, the whole thing is kind of swept under the rug in a very alarming way, because I think a lot of money went from China to the Biden family. And and similarly, do you think if it was anybody but Trump, they would have served a a search warrant rather than just going through the subpoena process and negotiating it out? My gut tells me no. uh, But, you know, I want to clarify, you know, I want to qualify that we don't know what information was down there, and we don't know what efforts were made to get the information back. Well, one of the things that puzzled me about Attorney General Garland's uh, highly unusual statement, public statement that he made about the cases, I, I think attorney generals should not talk, but if they do talk, they should address the things that people are concerned about. And the, the things that were obviously concerning to people is why do this now? Why do it by such a highly intrusive method as a, as a search warrant? What happened here that made this necessary? He didn't address all those questions. That doesn't mean there's not an explanation, but I think if he was going to speak, he should have told us what the explanation was. That's why we need to see the affidavit in support of search warrant. Andrew yeah, well, McCarthy, I, this know, is I, this is Lydia Serrani. I, I, just, I, I know we keep talking about the raid and the affidavit, but I want to talk about How does this have nationwide implications, specifically on the midterm elections and then the elections in November for the Republicans? We saw that a lot of Trump-backed candidates, they they won their primary, but we have to talk about the general, right? That's the ultimate goal here. You want to win the general. And while, you know, the raid and everything energized Trump's base, at the end of the day, they're going to vote for Trump anyway. 
the undecided, the independent, those are the people that are going to sway an election. And I'm afraid. I'm afraid because those people are going to say, well, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. The FBI wouldn't have gone after him if there wasn't some sort of criminality. And I think in the long run, this could hurt Trump. I'm interested to hear what you think. Lydia, I I think it's actually even worse than that, because whether it hurts Trump or not, that's that's like 2024. Right, right, right. right. Um, in, in the here and now, what we should have been talking about and what we were talking about up until three weeks ago was the Biden administration and its record and inflation and the Iran deal and China policy and all those things that the, the, the incumbent administration is struggling on. And here we have, like, for the last three weeks, we're right back to, um, you Trump, know, it's Trump, Trump. all Trump all the time. And I don't think that helps whether you're a pro-Trump Republican or you're not crazy about Trump, you know, the the goal for the Republicans is to talk about Biden and the way the administration has flailed. And we haven't done that for three weeks. And it's not a surprise. His his particular Biden's uh, polls are not exactly surging. But, you know, the Democrats are suddenly looking better in a number of these uh, recent polls in terms of, you know, the control of Congress next time around. And, uh, you know, you had McConnell come out last week and say, you know, uh, he's not so confident that uh, that they're going to take the Senate. I think we all would have thought a month ago that the uh, you know the Senate looked pretty good for the Republicans, and the House they'll they'll probably take because as a matter of just you know straight arithmetic, um, they they should retake the House just because of districting and and other stuff. But it may not be the wave that we were all figuring it would be, and I don't think it helps that we're talking about Trump and we're talking about 2020 and we're talking about. You know, classified information down in Mar-a-Lago, we should be talking about Biden and inflation, which, you know, that if you want to play to your strengths, that's what you'd be talking about. Inflation, the, the border, crime, and that's why they're keeping Biden in the yeah. basement. And notice his poll numbers go up the more he doesn't speak. Well, because my, Trump my, is center stage. I'm more, popular, I'm more popular with my wife when I don't speak. So I'm not <laughs> That's good. Not Same all. with my husband. I'm not at all no. surprised <laughs> to hear that. No, but they did a great job of getting Biden off the front pages and putting Trump down. That's their strategy. That's how they won the election. They put him in the basement. And then Trump, Trump. let's be honest, Trump's own mouth got him in, in trouble. Okay? Like, let's be real. I'm, I, I voted for Trump. Oh, that, what was that? The gods again that came in and, and hung up on. Uh, what happened? Do we have him, Andy McCarthy? On? I'm here. Oh, no, I'm oh here. we thought something happened again. Um, but, you know, Trump's. No, yesterday, my, wife we, to, my wife told me to be quiet. <laughs> yesterday, Bill O'Reilly was on with us and and uh, he said something about the, God, cardinal, God, about the cardinal, about the cardinal and God struck him down. Yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> the, the, the phone went dead. It's a very dangerous line to be on WABC. The only person who yeah. could beat Trump is Trump. Like, I feel like he's his own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. Can you talk to him? Can somebody get through to him and say to him, listen, let's well, stop. We're, t- we're talking to uh, McLaughlin later on. McLaughlin talks to him all the time. He's got to look forward, talk about making us energy independent, that he's going to secure the border. He's going to, you know, bring b- down inflation. He's going to make things affordable again. He's not going to let kids get their genitalia cut off. Like, we need to focus on what's ahead, not what's behind us. Well, thank you very much, uh, Andrew. Uh, and uh, God bless you and God bless America and, and hope we move forward in the right way. And- and, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.